Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome back to BS Talk, episode number 108. Irv, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Doing well. I just want to let everybody know we're coming to you on a Friday evening. Uh, we have stuff to do this weekend, so we were like, we got to get this in, though. And uh, I'm a little tired. <laughs> this is uh, a little bit different from a tired. This is more like, hey, you're coming down kind of tired compared to when we usually do it, when it's like you're waking up. And halfway through your show, that's when we're all like, you see us more energized a little bit, you know? All right. I get it. I get it. It's that difference in the day, doing it on a Friday at the end of the work, then uh, the beginning of the morning where you're just trying to, you know, get your day started and get together. And look at you, clean face on the sides. Look at that. You know what I, you know what I mean? I went and I said, I want the super villain look. Give me that's the what super I was gonna villain. Add. <laughs> It was like he was like, "Do you want to take this off?" And I was like, "Nah, nah, go ahead and leave that. Give him a little something, you know. what I mean, give him, give him a little dastardly something to pull on, you know. what I mean, be like, I'm pondering, I'm thinking. <laughs> We're well, looking good, Irv. Looking good. With that being said, let's get right into the Twitter polls. Where can you find our Twitter polls, at, Irv? You can find them at BS underscore Irving Cam. That is at BS underscore Irving Cam. That is our Twitter handle and our Instagram handle. All right. What NFL team should DeAndre Hopkins take his talents to? Uh, that came back 41% said the Chiefs. I know you don't like that, Irv. I know you really don't want him going to the Chiefs because Thanos would get another another player on his hands. <laughs> I, just, I can't imagine Patrick Mahomes having, like Tyreek Hill was an explosive receiver. You know, he was an all-pro. He was great. But Tyree Hill has some limitations in his catch radius. Everything had to be, you know, catch and run, catch and go. DeAndre Hopkins got a whole package, a whole bag. I don't think we want. Uh, please don't go there. Go somewhere else, DeAndre Hopkins. Go did somewhere hear, else. Did you hear the report that said one of the um, organizations, management said he can't run anymore? I don't know if that's true or not. But he's still doing pretty good at the end of the season last year. So wait, he can't run anymore in regards to what he had some bad blood with the. I Cardinals, didn't read so. anything. I didn't he read. Some... I'm not. Sure, I'm not. They didn't say what organization either. That's what Cardinals. Weird, the Cardinals might be putting out some BS out there because his relationship with it with them and Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. You know, I mean, it drifted off towards the end. You know, he didn't feel like they were getting him the ball in certain situations uh, good enough. Didn't feel like. Kyler Murray uh, was was looking for him as a true number one receiver, but was trying to do more of a spread it out, spread it amongst the receiving group. Because you remember, was it last year uh, when they were doing bad? They had they traded for Robbie Anderson. They still had him. They traded for Hollywood Brown. So you know they had these three yeah. receivers. They're trying to you know be this three wide combination type team, and it's like you got to feed your, your your top dog. You really do, and that was supposed to be DeAndre Hopkins. So it'd be interesting to see if that's true or not. You know what I mean? If he when he goes to a new team, and don't forget he was coming off that ten game suspension too. I think it was ten games. Yeah, it was like PEDs or something. Yeah. So you know he ain't, you know he can still run. He out there. He got the PEDs in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> will Lakers forward LeBron James retire uh, this off season? That came back seventy five percent said he ain't going. He's going nowhere. <laughs> he ain't going anywhere. Uh, so. I think it was just LeBron being LeBron, especially at the end of the game. I mean, at the end of a game when you're doing a press conference, you're not all there. You, you, you just got done with your season, a heartbreaking loss, and, you know, you got some That was a heartbreaking time. series. A loss would have been fine if it was game seven. That was, yeah. That series was ugly. Yeah. 
So that's going to do it for Twitter polls this week. Uh, and yeah, we'll move on to the next topic, which is usually MLB and NHL. I have no updates here. NHL playoffs, Stanley Cup uh, is going to be start this Sunday uh, or no, no, this Saturday. Sorry, Sunday's the I was going to say, Sunday is the NBA yeah. game, too. I was going to say, I yeah. hope they're not playing them on the same day. So, Saturday is going to be NHL. Uh, we have the Las Vegas Knights versus the Florida Panthers. Uh, Florida Panthers, again, another ace seed making it all the way to the fi- the finals and uh, versus the Knights. And I believe no- both of these teams have never won the Stanley Cup. So, we will have our first ever winner. Um, I, I'm cheering for the ice cats i kind of want them to see them win uh but at the same time it'd be kind of cool to see the strip closed off for a parade uh down the strip of vegas so <laughs> you said closed off the Bruh, vegas strip they go crazy <laughs> they would open the barricades themselves oh. people would be going crazy if they won that's all vegas needs is one one team to win it that's all they need for about a good year they're gonna tear everything up over there <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I I don't think they'll tear stuff stuff up. I think uh, what? No, I don't think a, a, a win with a place that's open all or stays open all day and all night. Well, twenty four hours. Well, because you know if it's open all day and all night like that, usually they have cops that are ready to go all day and all night, really ready. I was gonna say it ain't enough cops in, out in that area to keep people from just getting drunk, hammered, and going crazy. I think it would be better than if any like these other places big like big uh, cities that went in. i think it's better like you know how la kind of goes through their stuff and flipping cars and burning them and so on and so forth um yeah and that we supposed to close down at 2 a.m so imagine yeah. you got people enough more people they're like hey everything's still open liquor store open i think it'll be Somewhere more arrest i think it'll be more arrest but i don't <laughs> think like more arrest than they usually have but i don't think it'll be as bad as uh uh, it's like another. I don't think it'd be bad as like L.A. winning it. Well, well, if they win, we got to take a we got to take a bet. We got to watch the news, see what kind of shenanigans happen down there <laughs> for whoever wins. Yeah, or at least I, definitely, I definitely, I definitely want to read like what's in the, in the news the next day of like you know those reports like what who got arrested, what goes on. I'll probably find the funniest one that somebody did. Um, <laughs> so, um, with that also being said. Right now, I don't have MLB updates, but I got softball updates because it's the Women's Softball World Series going on, and I've been I'm watching those games. Um, one thing I find fascinating about these games is a they're they're pretty intense, it's fast paced, but also is the pitchers wear kind of like you know how quarterbacks wear a wrist like a, a wrist thing that has the plays on it. What's yeah. that called? Do you know what it's called? Like it's a, a wristband. Yeah, it's like a wristband. Making that more. It's just a wristband. That's it's all like a sweat it. wristband with all the plays on it. So, it's a play sheet. It's a, just a wrist. It's literally just a wristband. Believe me, I had them in high school. You, you sometimes get them in college, depending on how loud it's going to be. They'll give you a wristband, and they'll yeah. give you like A1 or something like that, or B. But typically in college, only quarterbacks will have them. But, yeah. So I'm watching this game, and uh, all the – or the, all the – not just this game, but all the softball teams, their pitchers have that wristband on for the – like what – plays they're going to call or what or not plays but what pitches they're going to call and everything it's pretty interesting that they i'm seeing this i'm pretty sure they had it last year as well but i'm noticing a lot more this year than last year um and i i just find that pretty interesting how that's how they're calling what pitches they're going to throw strikes and balls or not strikes and balls but what pitches are going to throw like change up fastball 
wow, I screwed that up big time. But that's what I find interesting. <laughs> Anywho, that's enough about that. Let's go on to the NBA. Or... All right, Cam, we're going to hit this NBA like you talked about. The Heat and Nuggets NBA Finals is here. Cam, let's break down game one. So give me some thoughts from game one, which you saw from both sides or both teams. Um, I saw the Heat not have as much players as they need. Um, they're finally facing a, a team that knows how to play basketball. <laughs> and, and they haven't faced somebody that is like the Joker, um, the way he facilitates, the way they kind of go through him. Like, he doesn't need to take the most shots, but he creates so much offense for that whole – their whole other guys that just can take over. And um, watching Michael Porter have an off game, only going two for 11, and then still winning by so much. Uh, yeah, the Heat are in for a – this is going to be a hard series. I don't like – I'm hoping they can get – the Heat can get one game. Because <laughs> it's looking like a Whoa. clean sweep. It's Man. looking like a clean sweep. Uh, there's nobody that can, like, they don't have anybody that can guard Aaron Gordon. Like, they're just, they just don't have anybody that can guard Aaron Gordon or uh, or uh, Michael Porter Jr., in my opinion. Okay. And uh, and in the, in the Joker, you, you can't really, you can, can try to contain him, but fine then he didn't put that many shots up but look at what he did facilitating wise 14 assists and he had a triple double yeah oh it was like he had like 26 10 and 14 he's still yeah. ball that was yeah. ain't that kind of his stat line now that's his normal stat line no well i mean, he didn't take as many shots as he usually he only took 12 shots it was just efficient shots that, that's when i was like yeah. he didn't so, have to he, he was he yeah. had it going so like he was more facilitating and then when he like he had 14 assists but you're probably like you, if he had that low of shooting, you thought maybe he'd have more assists. Even what I'm trying to say is like, if you watch his assist, it would be a pass to somebody, and then they would pass to somebody else, so that other person would get the assist. For oh, the instance, hockey assist. Like yes, exactly. So like, if you look at Jamal Murray, he had ten assists because he would pass it to Jamal, and Jamal Murray they brought bring him over, and it's usually I believe, uh, it would usually be Aaron Gordon or somebody coming off off and dish, dish it off. But anyhow, nor here or there. Um, also a really, just really interesting stat I kind of saw in when I was watching the game in observed was Aaron Gordon got off to a really hot start. Nobody could guard him. He was overpowering everybody in at the, at the rim, like just manhandling whoever was guarding him and getting easy buckets. And he continued that for the first quarter and a little bit of the second quarter. But in the third, I don't think he had another bucket after the second, I don't think he had a bucket in the second half. <laughs> that's crazy to me that he got off to you a can, hot you, start and they're like, yeah, we're, we're going to go away. So could, I was like, you could say maybe he got, maybe the offense just switched up. You know, you never run the same stuff. I'm not sure who well, started guarding him. Stuff. I'm not sure who started guarding him, but also he woke up a little bit. Maybe. Um, and then also Jimmy was kind of pretty contained six, four, 14. Um, what it, what I saw was, you know, in the past series, like we kind of mentioned this, uh, Jimmy doesn't do well with big defenders. And right now he has a big defender guarding him. So he's having a harder time. And we'll see if it plays in the factor in the next game. But if you look at when Jimmy was cooking, it was Drew Holiday, smaller defender. And then the next, it was, I believe it was, uh, what's his name? Everybody? 
Was it everybody? I was going to say Brunson he was, was co- a little bit, but not too co- much him. I was going to say he was cooking all of them. Yeah. It well, wasn't nobody. Yeah. Josh Hart, I think, was the primary defender on Jimmy Butler. Yeah. So it had to be him Another and small Barrett. defender. Another small defender. Well, and then, well, well, Jimmy's 6'7". It ain't like Jimmy a, a tiny guy himself. So you mean so, weight-wise? No, I'm Aaron talking Gordon about is- like height and weight. So like he's 6'7", but what I'm saying is like when you have Drew Holiday, Josh Hart, all kind of like around 6'5", 6'4", 6'5", and then even they put J- uh, Jason Tatum a little bit on him, but not too much. He was still guarding, uh, I think who was guarding him? They had Pritchett at one point guarding him for the Celtics, which... I don't know why they had him, but another small guard instead of having a bigger guard that can usually handle Jimmy being that physical. Because Jimmy's physical. He's going to try to get to the rim. Uh, so that took place. Uh, they only went to the free throw line twice, which is not like the Heat. Usually they try to get to the free throw line a lot more. Jimmy Butler having no free throws whatsoever. Uh, I think that might have played a factor in it. You could kind of see. I'm not saying Diver. Maybe they just didn't foul him, but there's a big discrepancy in the free throws. If you look at it, they only got called twice for shooting fouls uh, for the whole game. Denver did. So Miami only went to the line twice, while Denver went to the line 20 times. And that's kind of weird to see. I'm not saying Denver the ref is cheating. The ref's got to get I mean, I'm just, I'm just playing. <laughs> you kind of have to look into that a little bit, especially when Heat are known for trying to get to the line. That's what they did all season. They grind and they Jimmy goes to the line at least like at least four or five times or six or seven times. Um my takeaways is I just think that the Nuggets are just a way better team, man. Overall. Um but yeah, Jimmy averaged on the season this year, uh going to the free throw line seven to almost nine times a game. So it's a bit under what he used to getting zero. What about the playoffs? Uh, playoff series, I'd have to look that up. I was looking during the season. Um, but yeah, I just think that I think the Denver Nuggets are just a better team and like they have better players overall. So uh, I think okay. this is gonna, like, I hope he get one, but it's not looking good. I'm gonna look for the playoffs if you want to go give your opinion on this, or all right. So just my quick opinion on it. Um, I think that the Nuggets are a, a, a more complete team. Um, but I think that he just missed a lot of shots and no offense. He are emotionally drained. Like, I think, I didn't think they was going to win the first game at all. And I, I really don't count them out by any means. They took a lot of jump shots. They didn't get to the, to the rack. You could, you heard the guys like Jimmy Butler and other guys in the press conference, you can talk about it. They just shot the ball poorly. Um, you see Bam Adebayo, you know, return to form 26 and 10 played, uh, the best type of defense he could on, uh, the Joker when he could. When he uh, was able to, but I think they settled for a lot of jump shots. I think you'll see a better showing from the Heat if, and I think they could potentially still game two. When you battle it out for seven games, like you got to think about it like this: they just came from a series where they were up three zero. They let the team come back three straight wins in a row, and they had to go to Game Seven in Boston. They blew them out, don't get me wrong, but that's a lot of emotional energy to expend and physical energy. So, like, when you get to the finals and you've had a couple of days, like, you ain't really had a couple of days to, you know, breathe. You had a couple of days to, you know, get in the cold tub, start watching film for the Nuggets, start getting prepared. 
I think it was only inevitable that they that they lost this first one. I think the second one you'll see a better Heat team. I think you'll see them try to get to the to the the line like you talked about a lot more, uh, be more aggressive going downhill. Uh, I'm not taking nothing away from game one from the Nuggets. They came out and they did what they were supposed to do. They played bully ball inside. Aaron Gordon did. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. is is a he's a jump shooter. He just he didn't shoot the ball well. Still finished with 14 points, but you know really wasn't uh, if he would if his efficiency would have matched uh the jokers they would have they would have beat him even more by more um i think jamal murray handled his business just the nuggets were understanding they took care of business they were at home they had the crowd on their side they had a, a lot of rest um i think the heat just needed to get i think they needed to get that loss out of the way because now you know what the environment is now you know what the atmosphere is now you kind of understand where you got to where your body needs to be at you know how to not guard guys, but how to get up and down the court. Cause they talk about mile high and they talk about the elevation and all that, which it is, it is real. You know what I mean? Um, but these are professional athletes. You expect them to have, you know, be able to adapt as soon as possible or uh, quickly to the environment and uh, have a better showing. So I think you'll see a better showing from the heat. I think they can potentially steal game two. I think this is the game. If you're talking about, Hey, they got to steal one. This is the game they would have to steal. You know what I mean? Like yeah. game one, you lost. You had a lot going on. You just came from an emotional series, uh, gave it everything you got. You you really did get after Boston. You get to here, uh, elevation, your legs not underneath you. Um, we can talk all day about just the different things, but I think the Heat uh, will have a better showing. Uh, Caleb Martin, a guy who, you know, now is expected to score, you know, and now it's 16 to 20 points, be efficient. Um, there he's been leaned on by the Heat. Uh, didn't play really well. You know, it was a different type of game when Hightower, a guy who was coming off the bench, <laughs> led the team with 18 points. But for real, yeah. think about it. He didn't play a lot in the previous series. He had a lot of legs underneath him. Jimmy didn't. Jimmy was was almost terrible. You know what I mean? So, <clears throat> yeah. Just taking a look at it, I think they'll be better. Um, I'm not saying the Heat gonna win the series, but I expect them to win a few games. You know, push it to five or six. I expect the Nuggets to to drop a game, whether it's at Miami, because they, you know, get there and they love that live, that South Beach get to them. You know what I mean? They, they've been cooped up in the cold. Now now they get to South Beach and Michael Porter Jr., somebody find Mike. Where's Mike? Mike at the beach. You got to go get Mike real quick. Uh, so, I, think so I think they'll stay on track. I think they'll stay I know the Miami effect. I know Miami affects some people. That's uh, what I'm saying. I, I think... I, I'm I'm saying I think the Heat will have a better showing. They're going to win a few games. They're going to push the series. I don't think it's going to be a clean sweep or a gentleman sweep. Um, one thing I do got to say though, why are teams not going after the Joker on the defensive end? Like I mean, like literally just going after him because you see it with Rudy. People start to you know when they switch. If Rudy come anywhere near somebody like a, a, a t- one of the top wings or some guy uh, somebody who's not just a role player, but as somebody who, you know, they're dependent upon uh, to get get a bucket, um, they, they go at his chest. I just don't care what people are not going at the Joker's chest. You know what I mean? Trying to get him yeah. in foul trouble, trying to make him work on the defensive end. Like, who cares at what he's doing offensively? You know what he's going to do. So, you know, you got to build the wall, do whatever you can, play great defense together on that end. But on that defensive end, y'all got to stop letting Aaron Gordon be out there bullying people and setting the tone because, like, really, Aaron Gordon is their defensive anchor for that first team. Perimeter defense, they bring in Bruce Brown in. You know, KCP, I guess you would say, is the starter, you know, for the perimeter on that. And he only has seven points, you know, trying to lock up guys. But, 
I, just, I don't get teams that just don't cause a switch and say, okay, Jimmy, Caleb, as soon as you get the Joker, get after him, get downhill. Don't don't try and go side to side. Make him have to jump and block a shot. Make him have to be athletic in that standpoint. Don't give him a way out. So, yeah, just to touch on a couple of things that you mentioned. Uh, you mentioned defense. Michael Porter Jr.'s defense, you could say, like, he really stepped up <laughs> in that first game. Uh, he had a couple blocks. Uh, he had two block shots. I know he blocked one guy right against the backboard. Um, he's 6'10". He should be getting some blocks. Yeah, but... Yeah, I mean, he's 6'10". He could get a... He could literally get a block if he just played help defense and stuck his... his. We talking about he's 6'10 height. We ain't even talking about his wingspan. Yeah. Being 6'10". Yeah, don't give that man all of that. He but ain't out there doing all of he's that. He's not known for his defense. He was not known for his de- defense. Yes, he's 6'10". He should be doing this. But he uh, his plus minus was the best on the team at plus 20 with that... Uh, not efficient shooting whatsoever. Uh, the other thing I looked up that egregious, was, he ain't seen the shot. He ain't going to turn down. <laughs> He's got that Mamba mentality, but sometimes it's not the same as Mamba. Um, his, uh, Jimmy Butler's uh, free throws uh, through the each series with the Bucks, It was seven to about 10, a little bit under 10. So seven free throws to a 10 uh with the Knicks it was 9 to about 11 just under 11 at 10.6 and then with Boston it was 6.4 to 7.7 so about 8 so about 7 i would say he got to the line he got to the line having zero free throws was unusual now don't get me wrong in the last game uh game 7 versus Boston he only went to the line uh twice so it seems like an on-off thing for Jimmy, like games he does, games he doesn't. But it's he just settles. unusual. It's just he unusual. Settles. He settles for jump shots, man. Yeah. He starts to settle like that. Like you can relate it to legs, bro. Like you, That's you I was feel like come you got to. that kind of push. And like you mentioned with elevation, going 70 game series, Nuggets got some rest under their legs. I think that might have took effect on the whole team because them not going to the free throw line but twice – just twice for a team that usually you gotta, goes a little bit. I got to get that deer antler spray. Look at me, Miami. Get you some <laughs> of that deer antler spray. Yeah, Miami's me. known to go a little bit to the line a little bit more. But um, that's all I have for this series. You want to add anything before we kind of move on yes, to the I next wanna one? Add one? I want to add one more thing. Um, so let's say they win, Cam, and Caleb Martin goes crazy. We've been having it. We, we were laughing about this already. Caleb Martin is like right there with Jimmy. Is Caleb Martin the finals MVP? Um, so far, <laughs> shut up! Don't even fake that. Shut up. Are you talking about last series or this series? You remember in the Eastern Conference how like everyone's like, "Hey, you know, Caleb Martin, he was really the Eastern no, Conference final no, like MVP." No. He you remember not. he got some votes. He got he some did. votes. Now the not. same thing happens in the finals where he helps the team out a little bit more. Let's say, let's say Jimmy out there, Jimmy got a twenty-eight piece. Caleb got a thirty-two piece. Caleb been averaging a couple more points than Jimmy. I mean, couple more yes, points. If stats prove that he should, <laughs> then yes, he should get it. But for the last, like for this, for them to be in those uh, last, then uh, he should get it. Did he should? Did he should have got the Eastern Conference? No, he should not. Then. No, he should he not. Should have. He they would not have been there. They would not have been there without Cam, Jimmy. Cam, look they at me. Would not you just, have you literally been just there said. Jimmy. You just said Cam. Yeah. He should get it if his average is a little bit more or a little bit better point wise. He was around the same point per game as Jimmy. 
Listen. He he had a he had the same amount of almost bad games, but bad games for Caleb Martin is like, oh man, you know what I mean? I wasn't as efficient. Jimmy don't have to be efficient. Like in that game seven, and Caleb, what did he drop? Like twenty six or something. And Jimmy dropped twenty eight. Jimmy was like twelve or twenty or something like that, or tw- or twelve or twenty eight or something like that. Or he had he had a a, a night where you say it was pretty good. But Caleb was more efficient. And everybody was like, well, Caleb's more efficient. He's more of this. That's why I was making the joke about, like, okay, let's say Caleb's, even if Jimmy ha- has more points, but Caleb's more efficient and he, you know, he hitting big shots and all of that. Be easy being efficient get... when everybody has to guard Jimmy Butler. Bro, I was just, it was, that's why I'm making the, that's why I'm making the joke. Cause I'm like, nobody, none of them would be there without Jimmy. We no. all know this. And even if Jimmy is at like 25 points and Caleb get 30, you know what I mean? Like it's still Jimmy Butler's MVP to me. It would have to Caleb would have to come out and like basically lead the charge, and Jimmy is getting those points. Like, uh, hey, everybody's saying like we switching. Caleb's number one, Jimmy's number two. Everybody, the defense is reacting to Caleb, so Jimmy getting a whole bunch of open shots and knocking them down. It would have to be something like that. I'd have to see, but it just made me laugh because all the votes and people like after the day after like Caleb Martin, you know. Might have been the Eastern, the true Eastern Conference Finals MVP. I'm like, y'all just threw Jimmy out the window. Everything Jimmy did for them, gone out the window. So you're telling me the guy who, for the first three games of that series, Caleb Martin should have got the, like, people were saying should have got me? the MVP over, no, not you. Oh, uh, no, you, yeah. You disagree with me, Jimmy. But people yeah. are saying the guy that came off the bench, just because yeah. he shot the ball efficiently, getting because he had more space than anybody else on that team, should have got the MVP. Yeah, they, people yeah, are was, people are forgetting the first three games of that. They voted, of the, they yeah, voted for this. I'm, we're not lying. They're, they're looking they're at recency biasy, I guess, in that last game because <laughs> I'm looking at the first three games. He's coming off the bench, and yes, he's getting buckets, but not as many as Jimmy. And how many times he's playing more minutes? Like what? I just. Now you think you think they're gonna make the switch? I think they'll make the switch and Kevin Love will start in this series. I think you got to go Kevin Love and then he didn't play last you, game at all. I know. I said you got to make the switch. I think you. I think you have to give a big body who can still rebound and make Aaron Gordon have to work a little harder. Like Caleb's a good defender, but Caleb's really what a small forward shooting guard. You got Aaron Gordon down there, six nine ish, two forty ish. You know what I mean? Kevin Love can go out down there and 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 play basketball with him on the post and. You know, Kevin Love still got a lot of good uh, tread on those tires. So I think they got to start Kevin. I think you're going to have to see. I think they're going to have to do a big change. I think guys that are like I think they're Tyler Hero can't come back. They're talking, <laughs> they're talking about Tyler Hero coming back for game two. I'm like, why? Why not you just? Why don't you just make a change where you go Kevin Love, Bam, Jimmy, and then if you really, if y'all still gung-ho on Caleb, if everybody gung-ho on Caleb still, put Caleb at the shooting guard with uh with Gabe Vincent. And just roll out like I'm. I'm the type. I'm the type right now. That's why I couldn't be a good head coach because I, you're gonna see lineups from me. You'll be like, "Why are y'all doing that?" Because I'm like, I ain't got nothing to lose. The first, like, the first lineup didn't work. <laughs> yeah, like I might as well. Yeah, let me put something together. I'm not gonna stick with the same bunch that's getting beat. That don't make sense to me. Uh, I think every time I look at like whatever players he can bring in, I just go, "Well." That's not a good matchup either. <laughs> I just go, they're going to get exploited here. Um, they just, Denver are just too too athletic, too long, too big, too strong, too, like, like, they're just, <laughs> I mean, look, they have this, they have this basically a loaf of bread in the middle that is not really athletic, but 
is an amazing like you have to put the, him up there with like as big man with Shaq. Now Shaq completely dominant, but the way he goes about things with his passing, his shooting, his rebound, like yeah, come on. When's the last? Joel Embiid is better. No, he's not. No, he's not. Get out of here. Joel Embiid with his fadeaway shots, not going through the win with that big up body. Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid is better. He should have He was the he MVP. Not, no, he should not. <laughs> no, he should not. The third MVP should have been Joker. He got it stolen. Stolen. We just don't want to see a white guy get shot. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm a reverse card. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm pulling a reverse card on Perkins. You just don't want to see a white guy with their MVP nope. trophy three times nope, in no a more. row. <laughs> no more. No more. It's just – I'm not saying – I'm not saying Embiid's not good. But I just like, want to see you get round up about <laughs> Look at this guy's passing. It's phenomenal. Um, oh, let's sorry, go, Oklahoma. Let's go to the next, yeah, go to the next topic, I'm watching the game I just wanted to rile you up and get you mad about it. Yeah, you did. But uh, Oklahoma State's giving Utah the business right now in softball. Just giving them the business. Um, they're trying to take care of business. Get up out of dodge. They're trying to be champions. They're gonna mercy. They're gonna almost mercy rule them. So <laughs> yes, there's mercy rule of this sport too. I just, like, I don't know how I would feel if as a competitor, if y'all just didn't let me lose. If y'all was like, hey, you getting beat, like in boxing, like you getting beat so bad, they just throw a towel <laughs> in. That's it, dog. We can't watch you get massacred like this. Yeah, there's a mercy rule for softball. They're like, you know what? We don't want to take their dignity away by more points. It, it, you took my <laughs> dignity when you put in this mercy rule. <laughs> uh, let's you go to the next one. <laughs> I was like, you don't see one of these girls at work, like you working a regular job. Remember when we mercy, remember when we mercy ruled you? <laughs> <laughs> use the mercy rule just because we was whooping you so bad. Yeah, yeah. It's been 10 years. They're still bringing it up. But all right, all right let's go to the next one real quick. <laughs> mercy the, rule. I, I, I have him by the coffee machine. <laughs> I'm saying this shit. Remember when we mercy ruled you? Just, just that, I, that would hurt me as a competitor. I'd just rather lose. Just let me lose. <laughs> I took some losses, but I ain't never had to get mercy to bother there. Get him Just you're coming to work on a Tuesday. I, I, <laughs> you're by the coffee machine. Here comes Jessica. Oh, you're like ah, wearing hey, that Jessica. damn ring or that damn pendant, <laughs> whatever they decide to get. Hey Jessica, how's it going? Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, remember that day in 2023? June second, two thousand twenty-three, when we mercy ruled you guys in softball. <laughs> uh, thanks, Jessica. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> have that. She's probably gonna have that report on my desk by the end of the day, and just walk. She out. walks walks away. All of a sudden, she turns around. The coffee machine's broken. You have to buy a new coffee. What happened to the coffee machine? I don't know. It's on the fritz again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, go to the All right. You ready? You ready for the next one? Yeah. All right, so official Eric Lewis not working the NBA Finals pending an investigation on a potential burner account he used for social media posts regarding officiating in regards to himself, like defending himself. <laughs> I just got a question. We knew this was going to happen. They don't... How, how, how do you not think you're going to get caught? Like, how know. do you not think you're gonna get caught, Eric? Suppose, Eric! Supposedly, his, hey, supposedly his email was the was what caught him because he was a burner phone, but he used his actual email address for the account. Oh my god! I hope that's a lie. I hope he wasn't a, a stupid criminal. I hope he was. I hope that ain't the case. 
Like, look, I can't even be mad at them because the NBA really don't protect officials just like the NFL. They get cussed out. They be getting called all type of names in the middle of a game by players. At the end of a game, fans be like, as an official, you should ha- you should be able to wear a mask. So you can live a normal <laughs> life. Like when people start to know who you are as an official, imagine you with your family, you getting something to eat. They're like, hey, did you coach that NBA series such and such? Yeah. You cost me twenty grand. <laughs> You're like, oh, 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 oh no, yeah, you might want to get up out of here, dog. This ain't, your meal is on the house. His reason gonna whoop you. So. Seriously, with sports betting nowadays and how it's going on, like they might have to bring in like what's it called? Uh, where you, you get uh for your safety, you get a new name. You have to go somewhere else for safety. A witness reasons. protection. You might have to be you witness to protection witness. after <laughs> witness protection if you're being NBA you got, official or NFL. You got to call Arnold Schwarzenegger and get erased. You need the eraser. I mean, because my goodness, like with money come because now you're messing with people's financials with gambling. And there's some crazy people out there that will do stupid things. So, um. Officials be safe, but Eric Lewis <laughs> defending himself on Twitter <laughs> with a fake burner account has to be the funny. Who's gonna like? Who's going on there defending officials? Anyhow, nobody. If you look at all the things, nobody is. So, how do you not think you're gonna get caught going? Oh yeah, he's a great official. <laughs> like, I'm, on, I'm sorry, I, I gotta stop laughing at Eric, but I can't because I can. What day was it? He was like, I had enough of this. I had enough. He go out, buy the phone, put the account together, and just start going off. This is like the old man that thinks he's like, you know, sophisticated with technology and everything. Oh, they'll never catch me doing this. <laughs> and he just he put in my email. Are we mad at Eric? Are we really mad at Eric? We we know KD do it. We know KD got a burner account he used to so, use to go holler at fans and go crazy at fans. So do are we really that mad at Eric? I'm, I'm not mad at Eric for defending himself on social media. Just with a new an, another person's name. What does it go by? Lyric, lyric, Eric Lewis. <laughs> like, what does he go by? It was no. It had a in the art. Oh, I should have sent you an article. It had the name. It was like something Cliffdale. <laughs> oh, bro, it was it was hilarious. I was like, bro, he all the way was going with this one. Maybe maybe next time, Eric, you don't do this. Don't do this no more, Eric. Hopefully. You don't get fired, hopefully, because they were like he was uh, divulging officiating business. And I'm like, bruh, y'all not the Secret Service. Y'all not doing it. unless it's sports gambling. Blair, like, Blair Cut Cutliff. There, there you go, Blair, Blair Cutliff. Cut- <laughs> like, I don't know where he got that name from either, but hey, I'm not mad at Eric. I just Eric, you stop it. Just stop it right now. Admit to it. Take your L and move on. I like to see you officiating again, especially if you're not. You know, doing nothing too crazy. Uh, well, is he? Wait, is Eric also the ref with the Boston Celtics? Yeah, he was with that Boston Celtics scandal when we, Lakers lost versus them. Uh, but so, he was. But 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 here's the thing: is he was the one that was calling fouls at the end of the game for the Lakers. It wasn't against the Lakers. He was calling them for, although he might have been a Celtics fan. Is the bald guy? The bald white guy is the one that there missed, it is. that missed the call. Like remember, I went All on a search them. for him. I went on a search for him, found out from he was from Miami, Florida. I go, oh, he mad that LeBron left Miami. <laughs> like, because that was as clear as day a foul when Jason Tatum got him going to the rim. Just right on the arm. And I'm like, how do you miss it? It's right in front of your face. There's no way you're supposed to miss that. 
I ain't see it. I ain't see it, LeBron. I ain't see it. Y'all play on, play on, play on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you done with this one? Or you want to keep? Yeah. Uh... All right, let's so let's jump to this. All right, we're gonna stay. We still stand in the NBA for a couple more topics. So, Monty Williams agrees to a six-year, seventy-eight point five million dollar contract to be the head coach of the Detroit Pistons. First and foremost, way to get your bag, Monty. Way to secure some years on that bag as well. Um, I don't know what you're gonna do over there. <laughs> do they have a bunch of like picks? Detroit got like picks out of the Yang. I know they got Kay Cunningham. I know they got uh, Jalen Ivy. Um, the young bull in the middle, the center Durham, and uh, they got somebody else over there, Bogdan Bogdanovich, the old man leading the group. But like, I don't see them doing nothing still. Like, you gotta, it's gotta be some trades happening. He gotta, you know what I mean? You gotta move some pieces, get some guys in there because he, they at least what another three years away from being good. Don't forget Wiseman, yeah, they're another three <laughs> years from being good. <laughs> Wiseman well, so, played well. He played well last year, but like Dwayne Casey, no offense, they just kind of was hooping. It was just playing basketball. It wasn't. It didn't <laughs> seem like it was a. But for real, it didn't seem like you know a bunch of X's and O's. It was like y'all just go out there and have fun, young bulls, and go got, go play they got, ball. They got Rodney, Rodney McGruder. You lying? Rodney ain't over there. You lying? They got Rodney out there. My boy Rodney's still in the league. (laughs) Rodney didn't been with everybody. The Heat, the Clippers. (laughs) Remember when? Think he was a Laker for a minute. Draymond called him out. (laughs) He got everybody thinks they're a tough guy in the league nowadays. Yeah, a guy named Rodney. Rodney. (laughs) He can't be a tough guy named Rodney. We gonna bring up. We gonna bring up Draymond and his future in in this too. But uh, I want to say shout out to Monty Williams. I don't like it. I like the bag that he got from it, but I, I don't see him okay. being able to do nothing what they got right now. That young so, team, I just, I think he can help them. I think he can get them going, but they got to trade some dudes away. They're gonna have to get some veterans in there if they're trying to win now. Or if you go, if you know you take a job where you're like, "Yep, there's a good chance that I'm not going to succeed. I'm going to fail." What do you do then? If you take you get a that job, bag. get that you bag. Get, then that's what he got. That bag, and, and he got the years on the bag. Six years. Yes. He yes. got six years for $78.5 million as a head coach. And that's what oh, I'm not Monty hustle. <laughs> that's what he did. He, he he saw what was out there. Bucks was gone. Bucks was gone. Sixers was gone. Uh what was um who just also signed? Sixers, Bucks. What was the other one? Oh, well, he wasn't going back to the Suns. <laughs> the, who who took the Bucks job? It was uh I found out it was the Raptors assistant coach. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I was I was shocked by that too. So it came down to basically, I mean, he's waiting for the Celtics to fire Joe Missoula. They're like, no, we're keeping Missoula. So he's like, all right, well, they're offering me a head coaching job. Go get that money. <laughs> Just go get secure that money. secure the bag, dog. You good? That's all I know. Yeah. So that's what he did. So the Bucks head coach, his name is Adrian Griffin. He was the assistant coach for the Raptors, I believe. Yes, he was assistant coach for Raptors since 2018. Um, but remember, you talking about Ronnie jumping around teams. This guy he really is known to jump around teams. Uh, he started as a player. He's he's worked his way up into the league, by the way. So I give him props for being resilient. Um, he started with a Long Island Surf. No idea of what organization that is, or I could click on it, but we'll keep it going. Then he went to Connecticut Pride, <laughs> Atlantic City Seagulls, and then. Rosetta, Rosito, 
Rosal- Rose Toe. Stop it. Sure. Just go. Just go on. Stop it's, it. We ain't got no Ita- time for that. It's it's an Italian. He played for some Italian team. Say so he played overseas, bro. We keep it <laughs> You're doing too much. If then he came You're back. Too much. If then he came back to the Connecticut Pride, Atlantic Atlantic Seagulls, and then in 1999, he finally got his first start in the NBA with the Boston Celtics, uh, Dallas Mavericks, Houston Rockets, Chicago Bulls, Dallas Mavericks again, Chicago Bulls again. In Seattle, Supersonics to end his career. <laughs> so he's gotten around to some teams he's too. A, he's a journeyman. Okay, he's a journeyman. Yes, but he does he have a ring? Because he was on the Bulls, and oh, he just missed the Bulls years. Never mind. He does not. But yes, he is definitely a journeyman <laughs> by well, a lot of years. Actually, he's been given the <laughs> keys to a a big body bands. Lamborghini, whatever you want to call it, kind of sports car. Hey man, you you in win now mode? Like I hate to say it, you what? He might got two years. Would you give him two or three years? And if he can't do nothing with that that Bucks team with Middleton still there, with Giannis in his prime, with Drew Holiday, and it, you know he older Drew Holiday, he'll be getting older, but still good. And uh, the pieces they can surround him with, uh, but Bobby. Bobby, I man, like some of those dudes, you know, they 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 getting up there. They might retire. They might want more money. Get it, try and get it back since they got rings. Um, try and go to different teams, you know, that are contending or at least willing to pay them more to help. So you know, he's gonna have his his core guys. Those three guys we named Middleton and Giannis and and Holiday. But he, you know what I mean, Cam? You go into a team that's ready to win. They prepared to win. They got you got to get it done in two years. So two years at the max. So what happens is two years, and then the team blows up. Well, if they don't blow up, I'm saying to get a new coach because sometimes, no, hey man, the team blows up with the new coach. Like you just, it's uh-huh. going to be a whole different note because Giannis is going to be in win now mode. And if they don't win in two years, and if he has a new coach coming in, he's not going to want to stick around. I think it, if they don't win in the next few years, they're going to blow things up and uh, put people will go elsewhere. Hey man. We'll, we'll see what happens. It'll we'll, be an interesting thought. But go ahead, finish your your thought on the oh, that's new it. Bucks that's coach. All, that's that's all I have for. That's all I just want. This name of journeyman, like you said, like Rodney McGruder. Not really like Rodney. Rodney's only been on three teams, but um, he's still he's got a journeyman. Him. He's still a journeyman. He'll be a, he'll be journeying. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm I don't like to say anything about people's like pictures on NBA, but Rodney is listed at age 31. His pitcher looks like he's been through some a lot of stuff, man. He looks like he's 36. (laughs) He does not look like he's aging well in his NBA photo that they have on ESPN of him. He looks about 36 or 37. He looks like it could have been a bad day, dog. It could have been a bad day. It looked like he was hanging out with James Harden the night before and all of a sudden just came walking up for team photos (laughs) that day. There it was. (laughs) He you're wrong does, for that. He looks you're wrong. wrong for that. Hey, we're going to the next one. We're going to the next. All right, congratulations to Nick Nurse. We're going to stay in the NBA. Agrees to be the head coach for the Philadelphia 76ers. They didn't disclose his contract. I think that's a great move for the Philly. Um, getting a coach in there that's going to preach defense. That can that really is an X and O type coach. You know, really can, can make adjustments. They got guys that are in their prime that can win now. Obviously, he's going to have to do some overhauling on the, the roster part of it. Um, they keep talking about, you know, Nick Nurse selling to come selling the team that he's trying to build and what he wants to do offensively and defensively to James Harden to keep him. My yeah. question is, do you really want James Harden back? 
No. No, like you, I, only have, I, I, you only have one choke artist on that team. You don't want to have two on there. So. I'm just I'm <laughs> just saying I agree with you, no, but I agree with you because I have a young Tyrese Maxi who could play that spot. I need to get a facilitator in here. I need to get a guard that can a point guard or any guard or big wing that can operate and put good guys in their spots and be the guy and let these other guys play off ball. And I want to get Joel Embiid in the paint more and stop letting him be such like, he might not like it, but get him on the block. You know what I mean? Get in the post. I'm hearing, get in the post. I'm hearing, or I'm reading, not hearing, I'm spreading uh, 8 million a year. For Nick Nurse? Yeah, Shams uh, of the Athletic reported eight million a year. Um, Should have got Monty's agent. I'm just, uh, I'm just I'm for but I don't know how true this is. That's fu- that's fine. I'm, it, I'm trying to look the, at like dates the, and the, stuff. So was like, contract wise, I'm not worried about it. It was it was just posted about the six year seventy eight point five million dollars for Monty. So it is a big deal for a head coach to get that kind of bread. But um, this might be old too. It maybe, but I think I think it's great for Joel Embiid. I think it's good for the city of Philly. You get a coach in there, like I said, already won a ring, knows what it takes, knows how to get players um, riled together. It, the big thing will be, can Nick Nurse, can he keep his his same focus, his same you know coaching coaching habits, uh, coaching style with Philly? Because it didn't work out. It seemed like Toronto started to get away from him. You know what I mean? Like he lost yeah. that locker room in some form or fashion, whether it was the way he ran practice, the way he spoke to players, what he wasn't or was doing. So I'm wondering, is that going to carry over? Because, you know, guys, you know, you've been in locker rooms. You you know guys are in locker rooms. For a new coach, guys shape up. They want to play. They want to, you know, they want to get minutes. Uh, they, I wouldn't say buddy-buddy, but they show, you know, a little bit more respect for coaches when they should get there, you know, trying to make sure they stay on the coach's good side. But once they start seeing, you know, coaches doing certain things, it's quick to lose respect, you know what I mean? Whether it's play calling, whether it's player play adjustment or development, player development, uh, guys will start to get angry enough where they're like, you know what? It ain't worth me being on my best behavior here no more because you don't know what you're doing, so you don't even know how to utilize me or utilize any of us, and I'm going to do what I want to do. So we'll see what happens. Nick Nurse, I feel like that's what got him terminated from Canada was he lost the uh, the Raptors. Because he lost uh, the locker room. Yeah, so I just remember Kawhi Leonard in the in the finals, uh, n- like Nick Nurse saying something and Kawhi going nuts, <laughs> like just dismissing him and saying, "No, we're doing it this way," <laughs> like not agreeing with Nick Nurse in the coaching call uh, in the locker room, and he's like, "No, we're doing it this way." And I forgot what it was over, but I just remember laughing about it. Um, and then the other thing is. Uh, like, like you mentioned, locker room. Like, it seemed like he lost the Raptors' locker room. So I don't know how he's gonna. Like, I know they had Embiid had a kind of a not a say so in this, but you know they asked for his opinion. Um, yeah. The other one that I know is more recent, we didn't have time to put in the show was uh the Suns' new head coach Frank Vogel, uh Lakers' ex coach. What do you think of this move, man? I heard everybody saying, oh, he's a great coach from all the reports I'm reading. And I'm just thinking about when he had the Lakers. And I'm like, was he, though? Because there's a lot of decisions that we did not agree on, like, as a show with him, too. So I think play, I think he's a player's coach first. I think that's great. Um, but on the same token, he ain't never had anybody like KD. 
Like he had LeBron, don't get me wrong, and it worked. It was great, but like KD, a different type of uh, an animal. You know what I mean? Like LeBron is an XFL guy. You know he might get in his feelings a little bit, but KD is a guy who always like you. You make KD mad, it ain't no coming back from that. It seems like <laughs> it's not real talk. Like it no, ain't no, no, no coming back no, from no. that. So it's like. LeBron, you might be able to say, hey, man, I messed up. Whoop-de-whoop. It seems like, you know, let's run this. Let's try and get this done. And he might be more, oh, okay, I hear you. You know, let's 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 move forward. Let's get it done. I want a ring and everything. KD, like, he hold on to it. He's a little bit so more sensitive. Yeah, I wasn't going to say sensitive because, you know, calling another man sensitive, that's fighting words. Um, But <laughs> that's fighting words. But I, I just. Irv, I'm it's a sensitive gonna, man. <laughs> that's your business. That's your business, dog. That's your business. But uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens when Frank Vogel calls something and KD don't agree with but it. But I'm also D-book not don't. petty. I'm not petty like some of them players. Hey, are. look, look, man, look, let's get off. Like, I'm trying to do my my, my point of emphasis on here. <laughs> Frank is a good coach. I, did, I, don't, I think Frank did some stuff with the Lakers where I wasn't fond of. But yeah. he was trying to be, you know, bench Westbrook. You know, they saying don't bench West Westbrook. They saying a whole bunch of other stuff. Like I think Frank just never took charge of the team. Hey, this is the, I'm the head coach. This is what I want to run. This is what I can see. If yeah. we don't live and die on by me, because I'm the first one to get fired. Nobody. They ain't trading LeBron. They not trade. They didn't trade Russ. They wasn't gonna trade AD. They were not gonna make no trades on his behalf to say Frank, we back you. So I yeah. think when Frank get there, he's got to put his foot down in a authority of manner but not like he trying to crush next more like hey i'm here i want to work with yeah. y'all but when i say let's do something i need it to get done um i don't know if that's gonna go over too well with katie in certain situations and, and certain things and is frank really gonna have control over that roster because like you said they bringing in new guys right they brought in frank is james jones on his way out you brought up a great point about that if they do bring in james jones or let james jones continue to run the show we already said Isaiah Thomas from the Pistons is in the background. <laughs> so is, so who is going to actually have the ability to say, hey, Frank, go down and say, hey, Frank, who you need on this team? What kind of players do you need? What kind of Because, you know, I tell you all the time, you know, if you're a head coach and you get on a team, you take that job, you know what talent you have. You got to make that talent work. It, it is what it is. But when you have players like D-Book and KD on there, Bro, you you expected to go to a championship that first year. It, it ain't no we trying to work things out. Let's see how it goes, especially when you have a full summer and you have a full off season with these guys and getting them in training camp, things of that nature, being able to communicate with them. Like I, Frank is in a world of trouble if he really don't get it together on that first day. Yeah, um, we'll see how it all plays out. I just. When people keep saying he's a great coach, I I maybe I just don't see what they're seeing. So we'll see what happens. Uh, general manager Warriors, um, excuse me, Warriors general manager Bob Myers, uh, stepping down from his position. What does this mean for the Warriors moving forward? Or... It means some trouble because Bob <laughs> Myers held it together. You know, what I mean, the relationships he had with players can go talk to them. Um, the relationship with other people where he could bring guys in or uh, talk to Steve Kerr in a manner where they could talk together, brainstorm what you need. Okay, I can get you this, this, and this. Does this work? Hey, this guy can fit the – he can fit a need, but contractually we can't afford him, but we can't afford this guy who can do some of those things. Can you work with that? You know, the things you need from a GM, Bob Myers stepping away. They have not they have not tabbed or whatever they call it, 
uh, hired. They haven't got anybody to fill that position yet. I feel like when they do fill that position, you got to take a look at the books. And when you take a look at the books, you're going to start seeing some older players on there. Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. And you're going to see some young guys, Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga, guys you can kind of build around for the next 10 years, rather than, you know, maybe these dudes are around for the next five years. I feel like the new GM might have some decisions they want to make. And they haven't said Steve Kerr is coming back. Yeah. You haven't heard Steve Kerr signed the contract yet. So if Bob is out and Steve decides, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and slide too, because I don't really know what direction y'all going in or they hired a GM. Steve don't like what the GM talking about. He leave. They in a whole bunch of trouble because that they, these were the two dudes in the back. Well, at least Bob was the dude in the back holding it down when it came to getting guys and, and pulling off these drafts and these picks and these free agent deals. And Steve Kerr was a guy able to hold it down in the locker room. So it might be some of your favorite players leaving. Yeah. He, he got them all paid before they left though. <laughs> That's right. He, he did get them all paid before they they're leaving and, uh, well, Draymond's contract is up, right? He's on a he's yeah. on his option. Uh, I'm not sure if it's option. I have to look it up. But he, if it is an option, if it's not an option, I know he technically is a free agent if he doesn't if he doesn't opt in. Um, if it is an option, but uh, every, but through the years he got Draymond paid. Facts. So Draymond even Clay, took less to get other players. Yeah. So yeah. So, um, I think you know Draymond. I know Steve Kerr made it said something at the end of the year that we don't we're not a playoff team we're not a championship team without Draymond, uh, but with Bob Meyer stepping away, there's no protection for Draymond as much because what that new GM comes in is like nah, we're good Dre you can go you can walk, um, so we'll That's see what right. happens with the Warriors. I'll wait for the new GM uh-huh. who they hire to kind of see how they take. But if they hire this new GM, you might see a lot of people you know. Give, give, me two people, give me two people from that roster that you know will be gone that are still under contract. Because I can tell you two right now, I'm not gonna. I, I wouldn't say that you know they're gonna be gone, but you would have an expectation could pot- potentially are the two that like stand the highest chance of being gone. Because I'll give you two people. Iguodala well, retired, by the way, so you don't have to bring him up. <laughs> Iggy gone, he retired. I think it could go one of two ways. Uh, depending on how this general manager wants to go, if he wants to stay with Draymond, he goes. Then Poole's got to go. But if he wants to stay with the younger pool and the younger assets that they just signed, like Wiggins and Pool, then he sticks with them, and then Draymond's gone. So it's either Draymond goes or it's going to be Wiggins and Pool that go. I can tell you right now, just what I'm. If I was looking at the numbers, the new GM would have to be basically coming in like a super villain. Draymond would be gone. Age, how much you want production because Jonathan Kaminga is already complaining about more time. Jonathan Kaminga is really what a, a guard, big wing, small forward. But the way the new basketball is, you put your best five out there. He could be a point five or a point four. Sorry. Be a point forward. So you can move him to the four. This sounds crazy. I know it does, but clay would be gone. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, so I think, he... I think, clay, I think clay Thompson would be gone. I think he, they they would say, give me a, give me the teams you want to go to. Potentially, we'll look to trade. Or if you waive your, your trade clause, we'll get the best deal for you. And we'll we'll try and put you somewhere that, you know, that, that's still a contender somewhere. It's if they want to go with the newer guys. I honestly, I 
I just don't think Poole's worth his money. I think they're sitting on a thing, like I sitting on a contract that is a bad contract, and I would try to get rid of it as soon as possible. I, I get where you're coming from with that. I completely understand about the way he plays the game. Sometimes, like he's not a bad player by any means to me, uh, but sometimes he's he wants to be a star. He's trying to establish himself so hard, like right now. Like I want to be a star. I want to be the man. But I would, if you're a new GM, you come in and you're looking at the asset books, you're looking at guys' years, their age, you're going over that Excel spreadsheet and you see two of your stars are aging and, you know, they miss, they miss a, a few games more here and there every year. You go, what can I still get for Draymond? What can I still get for Clay? Cause Clay is going to be around the league for a while. Whether he want to be a starter or not is up to him. Cause he, I could see Clay going from a starting role. To just a guy coming off the bench, knock down threes. I, you just got to come out here and knock down. You got the green light. Shoot whatever you want to shoot. Um, but I can also see them saying, those contracts are huge. We can get off of those contracts, get some picks, and start a little bit of a rebuild. We'll keep, Steph is the franchise. He's the face. He ain't yeah. going nowhere. Young Jordan Poole paired with him. We've seen it already. Andrew Wiggins, we, need, we still need you as a, a veteran-type young guy. You still gonna be here. Jonathan Kaminga will slide you in. Kevin Mooney, Looney, you've been doing it since been doing it, dog. You ain't had a complaint in the world. You stand on the team. <laughs> you know what I mean? He ain't been yeah. complaining. I need more yeah. I need more touches in the paint. So, need, so what you're just what you're saying is you're either in you're either putting the new guys in, moving away from the old guys, or you're sticking with the old guys and moving away from the new guys. Yep. Because it it just it's it's what the the public, and I should say the public, but where reports have come out, Jonathan Mean complained about playing time. That's fine. You can complain all you want, but when you start complaining in the public and it's not in house anymore, that means you really do probably want to trade. You know, he yeah. might not be saying that, but like he won a championship his rookie year, right? His second year, he's not even playing that much towards the end of the season. He getting scraps every now and then when they need a body. But you can tell by his body language when he was playing, he wasn't happy. It wasn't like, yo, I'm going to come in here and give the team everything I got. It's like, all right, cool. I'm going I'm, I'm to come in here. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do, but I'm just here. You know, he didn't have that vigor, that energy when you saw him play sometimes. Um, and Jordan Poole, you can tell he want to be a star. He want to get his name known in every household. He want to be not just known in the Bay or somewhat around the league you're kind of bouncing around starters maybe six manish he want to be the starter he want to be the guy and i think the new gm when you come in you got to either roll with the old guard and then see what you can get for the young bulls get you some picks so when those guys are ready to retire you can draft some guys you know have those guys work underneath those guys for the next two three years or you got to start with the new guys now and it's a new warriors team and you hope that Steve Kerr stay because, you know, he's got relationships with the veterans who can help teach the young guys. But if Steve Kerr go, now you got to look for a new GM and you got to look for a new head coach. And you got to yeah. see what's out there. So I think Bob Myers leaving is just a trickle-down effect with some other stuff to come. Yeah. All right, Irv, let's go to the next topic. Ooh. So we move into the NFL. Cam, let's, let's start talking about updates on your following or updates on your on teams you're following this season i messed this all up basically from the spin the wheel cam this was a bad way i wrote this you who did you get again i got the cardinals so you gotta talk about the cardinals (laughs) i talk about the rams that's all it is i don't know this i was trying to make it more fancy than what it was 
Uh, let's see. Cardinals dropped Hopkins. They released him. We know Bat. he's dumb. gone. Just dumb. So, Could have got something dumb. So they, uh, they, Kyler Murray's coming off that ACL injury. <laughs> so we, we, I don't think he'll start. I don't think he'll be ready to start the season. Uh, and I'm just wondering kind of which direction they're going to go. Cause they have some players on the team that I think might be traded during the season if they're healthy. So like Buda Baker, he, they might, he might be traded. I, I think he might be traded. And then also what's their tight end's name? Ertz. He might be traded a little bit yeah, older. So they, might, so they might trade him as, as well. And some other players just to get picks. Cause I don't see this team. Um, I don't see this team making any noise, man. They just don't have a great like anything special about them. Anything about the roster? Um, I mean, Colt McCoy is going to be, I think, their starter for this season. Uh, opener, James Connor. He's a little bit older now, so um, yeah, he's he's a workhorse though. Dog, I give him yeah. mad respect. He's a workhorse. And then Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown. He's going for his like running those streaks, those passes when he was a Raven, and then dropping the ball. <laughs> Wait, he is he still fighting that court case? Oh, I don't even know about that. <laughs> he was fighting a court case a minute ago. It was about speeding because he was like in a school zone or something, doing like a hundred and twenty in like yeah. a sports car. These guys he don't learn. Some... These guys don't learn about speeding. No, they don't. But he was doing. Some... He was wilding. It was like you could do. It was like I think it was like a forty-five. My man was up to a hundred and something when they caught him. So it's like Jesus, dog. Like, where was he trying to go? Yeah, I don't have anything special about. Um, I have a feeling that they're gonna even sign a veteran quarterback. Sometimes, like either Teddy Bridgewater still out there. Um, He's a good, he would be a good backup slash starter. I can see that. Yeah, I just. <laughs> but you got to protect him. They better have a because like, like Teddy had that. Teddy and Tua had them some head injuries they're, last they're, year. They're only saying Buda Baker might be traded to uh, Philadelphia Eagles. So. It's just this. I really wish I didn't roll this team, man. This team, it's gonna be, it's gonna be boring all season. I'm gonna be like, yeah, they suck. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. up to. We're in the same conference. I hope you know. Yeah, but at least you, it ain't like we get no have, better. At least you have maybe hope. <laughs> what hope? All right. Who's what about hope? your team? Let's hear about your team. We hoping they hoping Matthew Stafford don't retire. <laughs> So yeah. they drafted an older quarterback. The dude, I think the dude from Penn State. So that's interesting. Um, they still haven't got Cooper Cup any help nope. on they the also drafted, They also got Brent uh, Stinson. Bennett, the, the Georgia Benson, quarterback. Yeah, there you go. That's who they drafted. That wasn't the other dude went to uh, the Packers. That's what I was looking at. Yeah. Um, yeah, Stinson Bennett, he old. He 25. <laughs> 25 year old rookie and they not to, the Rams honestly <laughs> I read a report and it was like the coaches were like like McVay was like it's it's nice and refreshing to coach these young guys and I almost <laughs> want to say that's how I know you want to get fired that's exactly how I know you want to be fired because you saying stuff like that they, they, they went they went and got the BU, uh, BYU receiver Puka Nuka Naka Naka Yeah, something, something <laughs> like that. 
something, something like that. So they went and got him. Uh, I don't think that's. I don't think that was the move. To be honest with you, out of all the receivers, like I'm kind of like dog. Uh, Another Cooper Cup. <laughs> Six one two zero one BYU. Like I don't think he was. Uh, he might not be another Cooper Cup. You know what I mean? Cooper Cup was a was a dog at Eastern Washington, and uh, I don't know if this dude was the dog there. So I'm just looking at the Rams draft picks. I'm looking at what they trying. I'm just I'm not impressed with anything. They still have a what's my man's name? The running back on the depth Cam Akers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Like, I know him real him. well because I drafted him in fantasy football. <laughs> but I mean, they was trying to they was trying to drop him for so long. I'm just like, that relationship can't be good. Let it go. Just let it walk. But I see, what, hey, maybe maybe they get it back together. They they lean on him a little bit more. I'm just looking at their receiver depth. I'm like, this just this ain't it. This ain't the move. He hurt me so bad last year. <laughs> like I can't even bend. Sakawa? I can't even enunciate this dude's name. <laughs> I can't. I'm not gonna even. I can't. Try. I can't even. I can't even enunciate it, dog. I'm just looking at their depth chart. I'm like, maybe they'll surprise me with receivers and somebody else besides Cooper Cup and Van Jefferson will step up to the plate. Uh, Higby will be back. Um, uh, Hopkins is out there. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I put it on the poll. Ain't no reason not to go get DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Ain't no reason not to 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 make that phone call or go over there. Uh, they they ended up giving uh Bobby Wagner. They released him. They parted away, so they get some money back for that. He went back to Seattle. All right, I got a question. Like this go is ahead. off topic. This has nothing to do with both of our boring ass teams. Okay. Um, your Raiders. Now you're getting something special. Jim, now Jim, I got Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes, it's a Garoppolo. So, I didn't know where he was going. So your Raiders got. Five primetime games. And when I mean primetime games, it's either Sunday night football, Thursday night, or Monday night football. Five of them. Why are they giving the Raiders five time, like five primetime games for a team tr- that's not so good? Yes, give me the truth. You want the truth? It's because we bought that big-ass stadium out in Vegas. <laughs> the lights got to stay on. You want to mind know my <laughs> the lights got to stay on. You want to so know my cons- conspiracy theory? What I've been what kind of it? reading into from other reports? What? We just got a new owner. He's not a majority oh. owner, but you got a mi- minority owner. Do you not know this? No. Did you not know Tom Brady's now your minority owner? Oh, that's <laughs> right. He bought stock. Tom is coming out of retirement playing for the Raiders. Tom already said he not. Tom he already, is, he, no, I don't Tom believe did it. I don't Tom did an I don't believe He was like, I ain't going. I'm Tom not mad. Is coming, Would you come back if you knew you were going to get hit that much? With Tom the is coming no. to the Raiders. Jimmy, said it, be like, Jimmy, move over once again. Yeah, I'm back. He's going to he come probably, play for the Raiders. He probably the only one keeping Jimmy with a job right now because if that foot is all as bad as it's supposed to be, uh, I would have got up off that contract immediately. As soon as they the call said Jimmy's foot, he had offseason surgery, he won't pass the physical. I'd have been like, cool, uh, cancel that contract. Let's we need to look for a quarterback. That's we need to be looking. They are. They have him up in the front office. His name's Mr. Brady. He's Brady coming back coming down. Brady, He's coming five we ain't got prime not games. A, we ain't got five enough talent on that team. Games. Five it's or, not enough talent five on that team. Times games. You're saying to yourself, then why do they have five t- prime time games? I told you they need to keep the lights on. Because Tom is coming out. <laughs> Bruh, he must be coming out to do sports analysts because I know he ain't out trying to throw no pass to nobody on this team. You got rid of Darren Waller. You you 
you look at the receiver depth, you have what's my man name? Evans. Or not Evans, uh Adams. Devontae Adams. You got my yes. man Devontae Adams. That's it. No, you, you went and got Jaco- you're there, you're there. No, you went and got Jacoby Myers and No, and- you gotta give Renfro his uh credit. Renfro for him to be gone because him and Jacoby Myers play the same position. And Austin Hooper's there. You got some Who? receivers there. Austin Hooper. The tight end? He's been in the league forever. And how many teams he been on? I remember him with the Titans. I remember him with the Browns. I remember him with Atlanta. It's the reason why he keeps bouncing around. He's going to be in the fourth team now. (laughs) No, it's the reason why he bouncing like a basketball from team to team each year, getting dribble handoffs and all of that. He ain't the one. We had the one. We had Darren Waller. You couldn't keep no pitchers. Uh, Josh McDaniels, his wedding private, you couldn't have just been quiet. (laughs) <laughs> he invited you. You know he didn't want to invite you to that. But he invited you anyway. You just gonna say all that about his wedding. Post all in pictures. Ridiculous. You mean Darren Waller who doesn't play at all? Darren Waller, he finna play for the Giants and he finna do work. He didn't play last year that much. Man, he had a neck injury and he played a he played a good amount to say, okay, we need if we if we re up, we get it together, we'd be all right. Nah, we're going to go. We're going to become the New England. I'm sorry, the Las Vegas Patriots. The Las Vegas Patriots. With Mr. Brady coming out of retirement. Brady ain't coming out of retirement. I, and the Rams ain't doing nothing either, neither the Cardinals. So this, them, them, just straight bums. <laughs> now, I feel like, like I'm not even Five trying to be disrespectful. Five time games for Mr. Brady. I'm not trying to be disrespectful because these are <laughs> grown men that's out there working their tails off to, you know, try and win a championship. I just don't see nothing going on with these teams. I don't I don't I don't see nothing on that no offense to the guys on the roster. They made the fifty three, congratulations, or they fighting for the fifty three spot uh, one of the fifty three spots, not trying to be disrespectful towards them and they craft. But when you look at it as a fan perspective, you go, mm, You ain't better like than the, the next fifty three across the field. <laughs> yeah, you don't this don't look good. It's not looking good over here. It's not looking good. All right. All right. I'm I'm good with this if you are. Yeah, I'm good. All right, so we got a quick personal. Cam, will coughing in public ever be the same? I, I, never. To me, it will never. Really? I, I feel like I, it doesn't bug me anymore. Bruh, I was in Walgreens, and I was lo- looking for some personal items. And I was like, you know what? They don't have what I need in here. I'm going to go ahead. Oh, they got these cheap Gatorades. It's like two for two for four. I said, okay, I'm going to grab me again two Gatorades. Well, grab me, you know, they got the little snacks, two for three. Well, grab two of these little sesame seed sticks. As I was walking, I already heard the per- person cough. And I was like, okay, you know, this person cough, whatever. I, but I mean, they, I mean, like coughing, like it's time to go. Like God is calling. Like it's time to go home cough. I mean, that deep cough where it looked like they belly button and stomach is all getting pushed in. So I'm like, oh, let me just get my little, let me go around the store, get my little items, get up out of here. So I'm ready to get out of there. And the person that coughed is this older lady. And she's up all the way in the front of the store waiting on the register. It's another register where this lady's helping a gentleman at. It's kind of like in this weird little aisle place. When I tell you, Kev, she started coughing so hard. It's so, I mean, violently hard that I mean, like, it was almost like you could, you could literally just see like flakes or spit wads, whatever you want to call driplets. I don't know. <laughs> just. I looked at the lady at the counter. She looked at me. The other customer looked at me. I turned around, put all my stuff back, walked the long way of the store, and left. 
when I was leaving, the old lady already walked out, right? Yeah. The lady who was looking at looking at me now, the cashier was like, oh, I was like, nah, you have a good day. Have a good day. <laughs> and she was like, you too? I'm trying to get up out of the store. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't. It was so ferocious that I was like, nah. Nah, I can't do it. My mind is gone. I can't I don't want these Gatorades. I don't want these little these little snacks. Uh yeah, don't bug me as much anymore. Also, really quick before we get into promotions, who are you taking for the finals, Nuggets or Heat? I already told you Nuggets. Okay, I just want to make sure we both have our same I'm taking the Nuggets too. All right, promotions. All right, promotions. You can find all these on IG. We're gonna start with Bryce Sinclair at the spicy diaper. He's still active. They still ain't put him in Instagram jail. My dog is still loose, so go ahead and hit him up. We got Rosemary Shipling at I Got Your Back Neuro for all your massage therapy needs. We got Sean Tuck at Sean Tuck Music for all your music needs. Now, hold on, Sean. I saw your post about posting and you go, you being aggressive and getting your name out there. I appreciate it. I love it. Keep doing your thing, dog. Um, we got Darville Williams at Darville W Financial. If you need any life insurance policies, whether you're in Idaho or you're in California, he is registered in both states. He can help you out. If you want to start a policy so you can generate some generational wealth for yourself or at least start that, hit my man up. If you need more information, let me know. We got Jay at Cuts by Jay out in, uh, out in Reno. Uh, I got lined up. It wasn't by Jay, uh, but I do miss you, my brother, and uh, keep doing your thing. We got Jazz at Sleek and Sheik's uh, Braids, but she's using the Bookies app still. Uh, she's not using that uh, IG uh, account right now. Now, I'm telling you all this because I'm trying to hold myself accountable. Cam, I'm trying to learn how to braid hair this year or this uh, summer. All so, right. Well, so, yeah. So, from the 23rd is hopefully okay. when I'll be starting in June. So, your boy, you might see some crazy hairstyles on myself. So, I'm trying to learn <laughs> how to do it. Might be some stuff everywhere with some stuff or some half-finished <laughs> hairs. But I'm just letting you know if that's what that's why I'm not going through nothing. It ain't a mental breakdown, Cam. <laughs> It's me trying to learn how to braid hair and do and do hair. I got these kids, got myself, got to learn how to do it. It's good to say you learn for your kids, right? Got to learn from the kids. I'm learning for me, really, because I'm tired of paying these prices. But uh, they start hitting you with $50 deposits and $10 to $20 deposits. I said, what happened to the old school days? I made an appointment. I show up and I got to pay for it. I got to put the deposit. And they're like, non-refundable. Non-refundable. <laughs> when did hey. what what is going on with these hair places? Y'all y'all out here turning into gangs and organized crime the way y'all <laughs> charging people. Hey, don't hit me on Venmo no more because they they charge me on Venmo. Hit me on Cash App. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Venmo is uh, being cutting down on people. They have to, but uh, we'll we'll keep it pushing. We got Anna Slusher at Anna Slusher. She's a photographer and co-founder of FKA Magazine. Uh, their website is www.fkamagazine.com. If you're a model, a painter, anything with the arts, uh, hit her up. She is in L.A. Uh, I don't know if she'd love to work with you, but she might be willing to work with you. I don't know. <laughs> she she out there doing that art and stuff. I don't get it, but everybody else doing, they love it. Um, we got Juan Pina at JP underscore exclusive picks. Hey, he's still on fire. Y'all still trying to put that money down and get you double up. Triple up, hit him up. Small fee, he gets you right. <laughs> All right, Irv. That's going to do it for promotions. We have a little time. Do you want to do movie of the week or you want to save it for next week? 
No, I'm going to quickly do this. We yeah. got movie of the week is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I saw it on Disney Plus because I ain't going to theaters right now. Still not into that. Because of coughing. Um, all that. Coughing, <laughs> screaming, people talking in the movie. people, All type of stuff. But look, um, I, I, I liked it. It was cool. I enjoyed Jonathan Majors as uh, the villain Kane the Conqueror and all the Kane variants. I enjoyed uh michael douglas michelle pfeiffer uh what's his name uh paul rudd um i enjoyed all of the acting the plot was cool i didn't even know uh i'm gonna surprise y'all right now so spoiler alert spoiler alert uh bill murray is in it as a quick character um it was it was dope it was cool as artist like the the graphics and all that was great it just people I can see why they upset with it. it. It pulls from a lot of different areas, a lot of different comics. Um, some of it is just the iteration that they're put, putting together. So, I would say if you gave me a great letter grade, say from A to to D or A to F, yeah, I give it a B minus. Cool. Give it a B minus. I would. I would. I'll have to check it out. I I would watch it again to see what I miss, and I'd watch it again if it was like, hey, watch this to understand the next part of it. I would do that, but. I wouldn't go out and buy the DVD and do all that. Cool. All right. That's going to do it for episode 108. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll catch you all next week. Uh, And make sure you, you make somebody smile. All right. Bye. Nice work.